Hello and welcome to the Bourbon Brothers. Here at the Bourbon Brothers, we will taste three to four bourbons, rate them, and give your expert opinion. We're podcasting live from the Boarding House Bistro in beautiful downtown O'Fallon. Also at the Bourbon Brothers, we'll talk about life issues and current topics, and also make fun of Bart. Stand up, Bart. We can't see you. Smartest guy in the world. <laughs> and then whatever bourbon wins tonight will go into our infinity bottle slash barrel soon to come. So let me intro- introduce our cast. First up, big sexy Jim. What's up, guys? Next, all the ladies love him, Fred. Yo, yo, yo. And our lucky leprechaun, Bart. What's up, everybody? And our product expert, Dave. So, Dave, what are we tasting tonight? So, tonight we are going to do a sampling flight of Old Elk. We have Old Elk Weeded Bourbon, Old Elk Double Wheat, and Old Elk Infinity Blend. These come out of Fort Collins. They are sourced from MGP out of Kentucky with a master distiller, Greg Metzi, who formerly worked at MGP. So the first one we'll tie tonight will be Old Elk Weeded Bourbon. Comes in aged at five years, 92 proof, 46%. MSRP is around $65. We have a mash bill of 51% corn, 45% wheat, 4% malted barley. On that nose, you should get some sweet corn, apple, maybe some caramel, a little bit of faint baking spices. We've all poured it now on the palate. It'll be different from what the nose you get. Maybe some plums, herbs, cinnamon, a little bit of cloves and brown sugar. Um, You get a creamy mouthfeel. It it really coats your tongue. And then on that finish, it'll be a short to medium finish, warm with a little bit of peppery, not overpowering. I don't know, you guys, we've been drinking this for a while, checking it out. What do you guys think? I'm going to give this one a seven. You know what? This tastes like this came from more of Indiana than a Kentucky bourbon. What do you think? <laughs> what? <laughs> we do have a special guest in here tonight, Dan. He's TikTok famous. Um, Dan, can you step up, up to, to, to the mic and uh, introduce yourself? Hey, good evening, y'all. How, how's it going? All right. <laughs> that works for us. I didn't know if there was anything else. <laughs> that works for us. Sorry, game, that works for us. We need to know a little something about you. Uh, <clears throat> I have a shitty sense of humor, I'm an asshole, and I tend to piss people off. That's, Just like Bart. Those are my three big traits right hey, there. Hey, you're in a good crowd. You're in a good crowd. <laughs> and your TikTok handle? Uh, another bourbon show. Nice. Check that out. I mean, for everything. Thanks for coming. Including the name of our own podcast. <laughs> so, um, are we going to go ahead and we're just going to rate this bourbon straight on out? Yeah, let's right. rate it so that way we can stay on track with time. Okay, so you gave it a six. No, I gave it a seven. A seven. Trying to cheat my score. <laughs> All right. Fred, what do you think about this? Uh, well, she was definitely blonde. And uh, I got to say that because she was. And uh, memorable. And I could definitely get in trouble with this one all night long. I'm just letting you know it went out real easy. Um, I, I, I'm, I really want to give it a higher score. But I like more of a more of a burn, and it really didn't have that. But I could see sucking this one down all night long. So seven, solid seven. Another seven. 
Chris Romero. <laughs> I'm going to say a seven as well. Um, I was kind of looking for more of a kick. I don't know about swallowing it all night long, but um, yeah, solid seven. Alvin! Alvin! <laughs> um, yeah, I'll second, actually third that one, because I was looking for that, mm, that kick at the end. But it's very smooth, and I could sip on it all night. So. Bad choice of words. I got it. <laughs> oh. Yes. Now, what is it? A seven. A seven. Mm -hmm. All right, another seven. Dan? A strong seven. Hey, Dan, what do you give this? Uh, one, so this one, through, one through ten. One through ten. Yeah, and there's these, there's these nice uh, methodology ratings yes. that Dave hooked us up with. And I was going off that. And I'm going to have to go with an eight for this one. Uh, it is one of my favorites, especially in the price range. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with an eight. All right, eight, eight fan. Eight of it. it is. Mike, Mike, Mike. Yeah, I'd, I'm in that same boat as Dave. Um, I I think it was very smooth, and I I like smooth and medium burn for me too. So I'm going to go an eight as well. All right, Bart. You know, I don't feel vulnerable enough to express my feelings like Fred or Chris or Alvin. So I'm just going to give it a score of a 7.6. An 8. He gives it an 8. 7.6. <laughs> All right, yeah, Dave. That's an 8. Idiot. <laughs> so uh, just a little bit what Dan was referring to earlier. Uh, I did pass out a list of all the bourbons that, and whiskeys that we have tried since we started this group. We're coming in around 95 is what we have. And I also gave them a list of methodologies for ratings. So it's kind of interesting to see how we rate things and what we think of them. So uh, I give it a six. Um, six. I wanted more burn on it. I do think it's smooth. Um, we'll definitely continue to drink. Neat Mike. So uh, looking at this list, Dave, I think we need to go back and start over and set the spreadsheet so we know what everybody rated each one. So from the top. <laughs> <laughs> Do over. <laughs> well, hold on. That goes along with what I was thinking. So how many podcasts have we done, Carlos? Um, this will be 14 or 15. Okay, so 14 or 15 podcasts. And we have how many on this sheet? We didn't do a podcast for everyone. Yeah. Uh, uh, ah, they don't know that. That just right. makes us we, alcoholics. There's a lot of shows that didn't make the air. <laughs> Once again, we don't go to meetings. Uh, whatever. Yes, this is a meeting. Anyway. So on, on mine, I, I think I'll give it a six as well. I, I like the burn a little bit. That's why I like drinking it neat. Um, it's still really good flavor. Uh, I definitely buy it, but six for me. What's the What's the price point on this, Dave? Sixty-five. Sixty-five. All right. For me, I do like this bourbon. This will be a go-to bourbon whenever whenever I can find it. So I'll give this one a seven. So Dave, what is next? So next we have Old Elk Double Wheat. Comes in at 107.1 proof, so definitely hotter than the last one we had. Aged six to eight years, so it's obviously older. It is a blend of old elk weeded bourbon and straight wheat whiskey. Comes in with a mash bill of 71.5% wheat, 25% corn, 3.5% barley. MSRP on this is around $100. I think Jim's pouring this right now. 
Hey, Carlos, do we have any questions this week? Not for you. I didn't ask for me. I all right, let's, uh, since you started this, so, all right, what is more valuable than creating wealth? Bart? Uh, hold on one second before you do that, Bart, because I'm going to finish pouring these bourbons, and we're going to a timer for everybody. <laughs> I'm not saying because of you. I'm not saying because of you. You want a you. dissertation? You want my thesis? You want my masterpiece? You're not going to get it on this subject. No. 15 seconds each. Ooh. That's what my last girl said. And you said I won. Well, I, I, thought, I took it as a challenge. Well, that was three times. <laughs> I can definitely. Was I could definitely. It was amazing. The smell in this one's more. Okay, as we're. Pungent. Oh, do you have your. Pungent would be a good word. I got it. I got Hold it. Hold on. Okay, what's the, Hold uh, on. I'll just talk real quick. So, on that nose, it should be very free, crisp, um, with a touch of. It says mint and cinnamon. I'm trying to, trying to understand that concept there. Um, also, maybe candied fruits. I don't know how I fucked up that pour. <laughs> <laughs> That was a little heavy. That's my bad, guys. That's okay. That's okay. Better be good. I wouldn't call that a bad. Uber's available. That's okay. So what what kind of time do you guys want? You guys want 30 seconds? You want one minute? One minute. One minute it is. Whenever you're ready, Bart, just tell me to start. Okay. Go. What is the question again? What What is more valuable than creating wealth? To you. To me. That's easy. First of all, I already have it. I do have a great life. I have great friends. I have a great relationship with my children, most of my family. Uh, Let's see. And I would just tell you that there's an old saying that says, be careful of chasing the dollar and trying to find happiness for you will be outdone in wealth by someone that knows that that doesn't matter. And I'll just say that I've already created my wealth in my head with my friends and family. That's what's more important to me. Oh, I'm done. Early, again, bam. All right, Fred. She said the same thing. (laughs) What is more valuable than creating wealth to you? Uh, Well, Bart kind of hit up on one of them, and I would just stick to one, and that is family. Family is more valuable to me uh, are children mm-hmm. and uh, what we're bringing into the world and, and how they're progressing and the family unit which I think is lost today but that's a whole nother question uh, but family would be my answer all right Dave I'm gonna kind of combine both of them I just think it's relationships whether it be family friends work relationships, whatever, just relationships in general, I think is the most important thing because without them, what do you have? Billionaire philanthropist, (laughs) (laughs) multi-genius, sorry, quoting Tony Stark. (laughs) Um, I think I'm going to say the same things everybody else, only I'll go a different route and say time. You should never get time back. It's time building relationships. It's time to me with your family and I've always felt like we, we always drove everywhere everywhere for family vacations and the, the trip driving all the way to South Carolina to Myrtle Beach or driving to Florida or the time in the car with the kids 
sometimes frustrating, sometimes funny. So it was just, it's just great. All of it, all that matters. All that time that you spend with your family. Hey Dan, what do you, what do you what's more uh, creating wealth? What's more valuable to you than creating wealth? You can't say old Elk Wiggleberg. <clears throat> no, I'm not gonna. I know I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I was thinking about going with like a really sarcastic answer, but I'm not. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with memories. Um, yeah, memories are more important to me than than money, uh, and my bank account confirms that that is a true statement that I just. Made. <laughs> <laughs> my, and my credit rating, I'll, I'll be honest. So, so there you go. Alvin, would you like to partake? Sure. I mean, it's, it's probably in a nutshell, just like everybody else said, because I was taught at a young age, which I thought my dad was crazy. I'm like, you're talking about, oh, money can't buy you love and happiness. I'm like, man, you know how much money can buy me? <laughs> But anywho, no, and I found out as I got older, it can't. And I'll second Bart as well. You know, I'd rather friends and family and memories. So. Y'all some fucking cheaters. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I gotta go first. <laughs> Chris, Chris Romero. Um, for me, it is relationships. Uh, being an Air Force kid and always moving, you know, it was always you had to find that niche to where you can actually make friends, keep friends, and then lose friends because you had to move. Yeah. So every time you left and moved, you had to find that one guy or a couple guys that you hung out with. So getting older, you know, me and my siblings, we always had to keep doing the same thing over and over. So for me, it was probably easier to get friends and build relationships that way, um, you know, because the family is always going to be important. Money has never been important because you guys probably see me at the machines and blow all my money. But anyway, I'm just saying building a relationship, keeping a relationship, having that, it keeps you going. And, you know, like with you guys, it's great. It's great hanging out with you guys, talking shit, and picking on Bart. <laughs> well, for me, you know, you guys answered the question. I, I mean, it's very – the only one I, I didn't – that I'm really glad to hear that someone said memories because that, that really – that the memories with your family, memories with your friends, the time spent, you know, right now we're, we're, you know, we're drinking back bourbon and talking about all kinds of stuff and everyone's opinion counts. We're not going to get in a fight, Bart, with over opinion, right, tonight? No, I'm just playing around. <laughs> um, but, you know, just time and you can't, like you said, you can't take it back. It's very meaningful. Um, our time is limited here on earth. So we might as well make the best of it, make good relationships, good friends, family, and create a legacy. You know, so, you know, either you can be an asshole legacy or, you know, a good legacy. So no matter what you're creating, it's, it's, it's good in somewhat, skip somewhat manner. So, <clears throat> so do, are we going to rate this next one? Well, or what are we going to do? You're going to talk about it more. Talk about it. All right. So on that palette, you should get a cinnamon profile with a little bit of cocoa. But you're gonna get a little bit of a drier feel, um, and I believe Dan mentioned earlier that that bready kind of taste. Um, you leave it sitting sitting around on your mouth, and then on that finish, it's gonna be a longer finish. Why don't you smack your fucking lips a little bit more, ass? <laughs> Jesus <Hold on>. Christ! <laughs> That's his tooth. It's my little Sorry, Dave. That's okay. So, 
once again, that finish should be a longer finish, lingering fruit flavor coming through. And honestly, I get it. once once it finishes, you still get that cool feeling, almost a mint, almost a minty cool that you would I was told on the smell. So that's what I. So Dan, Old Elk is one of your favorite bourbons, right? Yes. Is there anything else that you can share with us about Old Elk? Any history or anything that you can share with us? Yeah, so I mentioned it to, to Dave earlier. Oh, <coughs> there it is. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot podcast. Um, so, yeah, I, I mentioned to uh, Dave earlier that one thing I think is really cool about Old Elk, and it, it, to me it really just speaks to the fact that people shouldn't trash sourced whiskey like ever. Like it's really dumb to do that. But especially when it comes to Old Elk, and the reason for that is because, like Dave mentioned earlier, Greg Metzi is the current master distiller at Old Elk. Before he was at Old Elk, he was the master distiller at MGP. So when he's pulling whiskeys in from MGP, he's the motherfucker that was in charge of the whole distillery that made them. So he's just basically buying his own stuff back. And trust me, if anybody knows what barrels to pull from MGP, it's Greg Metzi. Yes. Right? So um, I think that that's a really cool thing about Old Elk. And then another thing I really like about about Old Elk is the way they proof down their whiskeys, their bourbons. Um, You guys will notice that I typically just refer to it as whiskey. I don't specify bourbon because it's all whiskey. Um, When they proof things down they go through a very slow process of adding water and that helps protect a lot of the flavors that you pick up um, that would be lost from other distilleries because not to get too geeky but when you add water to whiskey to proof it down the byproduct of that is heat like physical heat and that heat when you dump a bunch of water into a bunch of whiskey creates a ton of heat and that heat damp can damage the whiskey and take away some of those flavors so you tend to get a lot more flavor out of a low proof from old elk than you do from some of the other distilleries them and michter's like michter's is big on low proof but you still get a a lot more flavor than you would expect out of an 86 90 proof 100 proof than you would from this one comes in at 107 sorry this comes in at 107 yeah, so you can you can taste it. I taste the burn. I definitely got the burn. Oh yeah, yeah, more than the more than the first one, more sure. than the first one. And I feel and I feel like this one tastes like it's more like 111, 115 proof. The flavors, not necessarily the burn or mm-hmm. the hug, but I but you pick up a lot of those flavors to me. Hey Jim, I got a question for you. What's up, buddy? What is your favorite Halloween candy, and what is your least favorite Halloween candy? I only need about 10 seconds on this. (laughs) Uh, Reese's Pieces peanut butter cups are my favorite. All right. Um, I will literally eat a whole bag and a half a gallon of milk in one sitting. If you could already tell because I'm fat. (laughs) Really? I thought you were like, you know. That's not true. There are seven cans. I'm not fat, a big boat. My grandmother would say that's healthy. You're healthy. My doctor don't say that. He he has a different... uh, he has a different word for that. Morbidly obese. <laughs> As a hiker, peanut butter is good for you. Look at you bragging about having a doctor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Privileged. <laughs> <laughs> His grandma meant real healthy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups without a doubt is my favorite Halloween candy. My least favorite candy, and you don't really see it anymore because um, we're all about the same age here or really close to the same age. Um, the goddamn orange wrapper and the black wrapper candies. You don't really see those anymore. Those are um, nasty. Oh. Yeah. Uh, can you still get them at Dollar General? Can you still? I, see, I've I never seen them. I, it's been years since I've seen that. Uh, Isn't that some kind of taffy? It's not, it's not a taffy. It's actually a peanut butter peanut butter soft chew. And yeah. It just it tasted like because I grew up poor, and you guys know that I grew up poor. So I mean, food stamps the whole nine yards. I mean, I'm talking old school food stamps where you got, you had to tear the money out of the book. The green ones. Yeah. Ah, uh, it tasted like because we were on food stamps, so we got the government peanut butter, and it tasted like government peanut butter. It wow. tasted like shit. Yeah, but I want that government cheese, baby. That makes no, sense. you don't. Because the oil will be sitting on the bottom if it sat too Dude, long. You don't, don't want know. that shit. Me and Mark Wahlberg agree on this. That shit that you got back in the late 70s, early 80s, that freaking government cheese, the best cheese sandwiches you ever made in your life. Moving on. Government cheese. You must have got it fresh. <laughs> hey, Mike. Um, so what's your favorite and least? Well, I, I agree with Jim. Anything Reese's is, is, is right up my alley. So um, uh, Reese's for sure, and I don't care what it is. It could be the, what is it, the Take 5? Oh, yeah, the, the Take 5 should The Sticks. It don't matter. If yeah. it's Reese's, I'm, I'm down. And least for sure candy corn. Not a fan. Just candy corn, you, you can keep it. <laughs> now, I give that to my kids. Now, candy corn or like the candy corn... Pumpkins. Oh no! Yeah, all of it. All, all of the above. The okay. pumpkins. <laughs> the pumpkins. What else do they got? They got other things too. They got uh, Christmas stockings, I think, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Anything candy corn. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Fred? What's your least and least favorite, and what's your favorite? Uh, favorites. Anything to do with chocolate? Snickers, uh, Reese's, uh, Kit Kat. Um, Hershey's bars. You're supposed, I'm sorry, supposed to pick I, any one. one of those would be fine. All right, Kit Kat. Or Kit Kat. I got to pick one. Kit Kat. All right, so. At least favorite. I, I'm not a candy corn guy. I'm not. Don't like it. Don't like it. All right, Alvin. Well, the only thing I really eat, I don't really care for candy. So, and that's the only time I really will eat well, something. Well, you got to go back to your grade school years when you're carrying around that, you know, your bag. And you went up to the front door and they gave you Reese's Pieces or a peanut butter cup. Or they gave you something. Okay. Or they gave you something that's like, shit, I hate this motherfucker. I got to turn around. Oh, yeah. So, back then, I would eat the Milky Way. But then when I became an adult, when I did do it, is Snickers. And, yeah. And then my favorite <laughs> is like Whoppers. Whoppers, oh yeah. Yeah, Whoppers are good. Uh, Whoppers are good. Do you keep Whoppers in the freezer? Yes, both. Both. I'll eat them, especially when uh, Easter. The robin eggs. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 yeah, those are good. Those are yeah. good. Because yep. they they color whatever color they are. It yep. comes out. When I was a kid, I was like, mm. 
<laughs> so what about your least favorite? Oh, the uh, Smarties. Oh, shit. See, I'm not a Smartie guy. Sure. Well, we the yeah. Smarties and... <laughs> I'll get a Smartie over that goddamn bullshit. Right. <laughs> what about you, Mr. Romero? I do not like black licorice. It sucks. That is bad. It just sucks. You can suck on it all you want. I do not like it. Now, when it comes to what I do like, um, I will tell you this. English candy, chocolate-wise, is probably better than anything American-made. Sorry, it's in my blood. I can take a Kit Kat, an Arrow, your English Whoppers, an English Kit Kat. Ten times better than what we got over here. Wow, went international on us. All right, Dan. Special ones for England? Kit Kat makes a special Kit Kat for England? It's the chocolate's different. The chocolate's always different over there versus what it is over here. I'm not saying the Kit Kat's different. The sugar's different. I feel wrong, but I just think there's not right. No, I think the sugar, for one thing, sugar's different. They use a lot of sugar alcohols over here and a lot of sugar byproducts. Um, There's things that are are made here they won't even eat in other countries. Like Little Debbie Swiss Rolls are legal in other countries. It's like gummy bears. They're gummy bears. Illegal. Illegal. Yeah. I like those better. I don't know why. Yeah. All right, Dan, what is your favorite and least favorite? Okay, so my favorite is specifically the Reese's peanut butter cups. Okay? But I'm kind of weird that it has to be like the original Reese's peanut butter cups. Don't give me those goddamn Reese's pieces. Don't give me the miniatures. Yep. Don't give me the big, the king cup or whatever it is. All of those have the wrong peanut butter to chocolate ratio. ratio. That ratio is nailed to perfection on the original. All the rest of them, they, it's messed up. I'll it's, tell you what. It's all out of Whenever Christmas comes out. Thank you. Thank you. Halloween comes out. Easter comes out. And they come out with the eggs. Oh, I love those. Yeah, it's all peanut butter. Yeah, yeah. I love those. <laughs> Man. And you can tell when they're fresh, too. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm being my dead date. serious. This yeah, my on candy. I'm, I'm being dead serious because when you pick one of those up and you shake it, those pieces, those eggs should be able to move back and forth. Those pumpkins. I'm being dead serious because if you have one that's been sitting on the shelf for a while and you pick it up and you open it, all the grease has been soaked into the wrapper and the, the, the peanut butter doesn't taste as fresh. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> How many? How, wait a minute. How many packages did you go through to figure that shit out, dude? When I worked at Pepsi, I was in gas stations all day, every day, all day, every day. So was, I was picking up. He was going down the. He was going down the No, I think here's what I would do. When I because I, I mean the store was like, hey, grab you a candy bar, grab you a soda. So I'd pick it up and I would shake it. If those pieces didn't move in the wrapper, I'd just grab a soda and move on. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't eat them you because. Go for the straight Reese's no, if the, if if what if it's a holiday and the eggs and the pumpkins and whatever else is out, I'm eating those over a Reese's Pieces cup. I, I'm sorry, but I have to do this. Pickiest fucking welfare kid ever. <laughs> <laughs> ever. Now that he's making money, fuck like, you. God I damn. That shit. Yeah. <laughs> Welfare kid throwing out chocolate at yeah. Halloween. That shit ain't fresh. Kid. He's like, <laughs> ain't fresh. Like, poor bastards. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's I'm just like, like, I mean, there's like I'm people that love Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> yeah. That if they're, I, I don't know how to tell a fresh Tootsie Roll opposed to one that's been sitting for a while. Uh, I mean, there's some people that if it's not a fresh Tootsie, they won't eat it. But that are big Tootsie Roll eaters. Yeah. So, he needs to give his least favorite. 
So Bart, what is your favorite? Oh, wait, 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 oh no, sorry, sorry, Damn. sorry, Dan. Damn. Uh, so my my least favorite? Yes. Um, I gotta go with whatever Jim's trashing. Like if if a welfare if a welfare kid says I don't like it, <laughs> fuck it, I'm done too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Hey, uh, we need to vote this guy in someday. Uh, All right. <laughs> All right, Bart. So, pixie sticks. Fuck you. Well, sorry. Can we say that on there? Um, okay. Well, I I say it all the time, but I feel bad about it. Um, you're right. I don't. <laughs> okay. So the bad shit is easy. Black licorice. It sucks. When they put that shit in there, it tastes like Ozo when I got older. I was like, when as soon as I had Ozo, I hated it because it's of the black Ozo. liquors. Whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> See, I don't even drink it to give it a proper name. Um, fuck that shit, it sucks. Um, second, though, I was a poor kid, too. You know this. And my favorite one was the biggest fucking candy bar I got in my bag. If you were going back when we were kids, and it was usually a Hershey bar, a Crunch bar, or a Mr. Good bar... You thought it's like you get the little hand of the, you know, the couple pieces and that, but all of a sudden you get this big one. You fuck it, I'm saving that for last. I'm putting that in. Oh shit, don't touch that one. You know, I was hiding it, and you didn't egg that house because they gave out the good shit. You know? Because they were the cheapest ones to buy and did the most damage, that's why. Shit, we were so poor we couldn't afford to throw eggs, man. <laughs> yeah. So, did you have a house? I lived in a box, though. No. So, Dave, what? In a trailer. So, Dave, what is your favorite uh, and least? So, my favorite is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. My least favorite is Circus Peanuts. I hate. Oh yeah. The orange fluffies. Those are shit too. Oh. Disgusting. Peeps wannabes. That's what I call them. No, that's a complete different. Yes. It's like styrofoam. It, okay, so those aren't marshmallow. Peeps are marshmallow. You're, you're talking about two different types of types of candy. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know what it is. It's a mystery candy. Yeah. Even when they got like stale, they turned like really, really hard. Yeah. Like your like your last date. Like your last date turned really, really hard. Don't tell All right, Neat Mike, you're up. I would say the, my the least favorite is that orange goo covered in uh, sugar. I just saw some at Schnucks the other day. Orange slices? Yeah. Those are disgusting. <laughs> I, can yeah, ask, and I would put that up there with those. Dave got them last week. They're, they're bad. They're bad. For me, we had a neighbor. It wasn't actually a candy that you can buy in a store. I had a neighbor. Um, when I grew up, he would make popcorn balls. Those popcorn balls, those are awesome. That that is my absolute favorite. Yep, yep, yep. Popcorn balls. Yeah, there was always one house in every kid's neighborhood. Yeah, but you can't. Yeah, those Those are awesome. There's nobody got enough guts to make those anymore. My favorite now will be Jello shots. (laughs) Jello shots. We have a neighbor that gives them out. Hold on. Jello shots when you that, were kids? No, no, no. For, no, oh, cur- currently, oh, currently, okay. currently, currently. Yeah, little Johnny at four is taking yeah. jello shots. <laughs> <laughs> I, his ass down. I was like, where, where was the Karen in your neighborhood? 
So my least favorite is that peanut butter shit. I mean, that is some nasty shit. Orange wrappers. Yeah, the orange, oh, yeah, orange yeah, and black. Yeah, yeah. Whenever whenever we went up to houses giving those out, yeah, we egged it. We put we TP'd it. We did some nasty shit to them. You know what's really yeah. funny is uh, when I got home, and my dad being a poor kid when he was young, that was the good shit to him. So he took all the black and orange fucking candy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the dad like, tax. You can have it. The dad tax. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so. circus peanuts. Corn syrup, sugar, gelatin, and artificial flavor and color. All taste like bananas to one degree or another are orange and foamy. There's no fiber or vitamins, but there's no fat or cholesterol in them. Huh. So well, they were kind of well, good for you. That's why they taste like shit. <laughs> <laughs> so Fred could suck on that all night, correct? <laughs> he would lap it down. So let's move ahead and go ahead and rate this next one. So, Fred, Rico, what uh, do you give so it? Burnish in color. I paid what, attention. What color is it? Burnish. What, what color is that? Hold Wait on. a minute. I've, Look never at seen, your chart. I've never seen Burnish on, on stage three. Really Look at yet. your chart. Please, no. Please. see, look, page this four. guy right here, this guy right here had the 64 count Crayola box in school with the, the color sharpener. My poor ass had Crayola art eight colors. As I stated, it's burnishing colors to the rest of you. Burnish. Look it up. Anyway, so next, I really enjoyed this one. I, I, I'm... I like, and it's the same. It's the same make, but uh, this one had a burn. This is double wheat, hey, though. Here's a hint: they're all the same. They are, but th- this one it's had a, a had a burn, had a better taste. <laughs> to me, I, uh, definitely an eight. Definitely an eight. All right, Mr. Romero. Um, I'm going to go with an eight. Um, you know, according to these methodologies for rating, above average, good to bring to an event, and you wouldn't expect any guff from it. I think it's good. Um, different than the other one. Smooth, but it had a little big kick on the back side. So, yeah, I, I, I'd take this one over the other one, but really, really Judging smooth. by your ratings, that's it. The one you write is a six. All right, Mike. He can't count. All right, Mike, what do you give Okay. In defense, the six is cut off. I might get shit thrown at me here, but uh, going by the methodology, my uh, definition of this one would be this doesn't even belong in a – no, not that one. It's really not for me – but I heard some people like it. A three? A three. Did not Damn. get it. Wow. Wow. Well, that's not for you then. It's not for me. But I heard some people like it. <laughs> like Fred, who Mark gave it Bruce. an eight. Yes. <laughs> Fred had too much of that other blonde. <laughs> <laughs> now they all taste the same. Right. All, all right, Elvin, what do you think? Um. Uh, I think I'm gonna give it a six. It had some. It has that afterburn, the afterburners on it. So, I give it a six. A six. All right, Dan. All right. So for this one, I'm I'm actually gonna go with a six also. Um, to me, this one has too much of that unbaked bread taste to it. That that wheat. Uh, doughy flavor to it whereas with the weeded bourbon like that's part of what you taste on this one that is what you taste primarily for me um so i'm gonna go with the six and that's my reasoning for it It, i mean it's good don't get me wrong it's it's good but it's a six for me all right bar oh yeah we got mike never i'm sorry 
I can't follow. Um, I, you know what? I like Dan because he makes sense and he's intelligent. I just want to let you know that. I'm not coming on to you right now. Um, <laughs> fair. <laughs> just putting that out there. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. Talk after the show. Um, no, he. I agree with him that this one is... Uh, God, I can't believe I'm going to say this on air without not taking shit. It's too doughy in the mouth. Um, That's what she said. See? Exactly. That's why I can't, I can't say this. Bart, I believe you. I believe you would know. <laughs> see? This is why I can't be vulnerable and share my feelings. Anyway, um, no, I give it a 6.2. And that's fine. I know you. I knew you brought the methodology. I am not a fucking follower. You passed up that opportunity to rate it a 6.9. It's not even close to a 7. That's why I hit 6.2. Hold on, hold on, just one second. Hold on. All right. All right. Hold on just one second. Hold on just one second. If we took all the ratings by Bart with his point whatevers, and you take all those point whatevers, would that actually raise his whole score, or do you actually write, if it's a 6.5, it's a 7. If it's 6.4, it's a 6. Yes. I, I, yeah, that's what I do. That's exactly Actually, what I do. Actually, for Bart, if it's a 6.2, we get a 5. <laughs> a Mike Neat knows me. Hey, look, he was just hitting on me. Leave this man alone. <laughs> <laughs> he does that to everybody. Shh. Shh. All right, Shh. Dave. Chris. I'm protecting him now. That's my dish. Whoa. 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 Yeah. You see that on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan. Dave. Which one you want to talk to? Dave. 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 Okay. <laughs> That's for dance for later. <laughs> oh my god, that was fucking great. Hide the hot dog with the bun. Oh my god. Alright, I'll go. I'll go with a seven for the exact same reason why Alvin gave it a six. I like the burn at the end. Give me the burn. Okay. It's all about that gunner. Oh, never mind. I will also read this a seven. I did like the burn at the end. I did taste the the breadiness that Dan had mentioned, but I was okay with it. I did like the burn that that cool feeling at the end on the finish. So I would rate it a seven. Did you already rate this, Jim? No, I had not. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to give this one a six. Um, burn on the front, a little bit too bold for me. Um, the back end had that amino acid, kind of chalky taste to me on that back side. I don't really care for bourbons that have that. I mean, once it sat on ice for a little while, um, it kind of chilled out quite a bit. It was actually pretty good. Um, but, I mean, I'm going to rate a bourbon, you know, right out the get-go, not when it kind of waters down, because uh, I think you really lose a lot of the flavor when it waters down like that. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the six one on this. It's not terrible. All right. Um, I'm going to give this one a, a six also, strictly for the same reasons. I did like the burn. I did, no doubt. I liked the burn, but the taste was just wasn't there for me, opinion-wise. So um, it's just it's okay bourbon. Will I drink it again? Yeah, I'll drink it again with no problem. It's not one of these bourbons I'll just say I'll stay away from. So how many true baseball fans do we have in here? I know we got a couple. None. No, we got a couple. None. No, we got a couple. Nobody's all American. In so here. these are Smoke for the break. true baseball fans. And Mike, I'm going to ask you this question first. Oh, fuck yeah. <clears throat> Who's the best third baseman? I'm going to give you three. Spezio. Oh. Chipper Jones. <laughs> Fernando Tatis. Ooh. Chipper Jones. George Brett. 
Wade Boggs or Mike Smith? Sorry, sorry, four, four. Who's the best out of the four? Sorry, who's the best out of the four? All right, hold on. Hey, sorry. Hold on. Four's on the list, but two, the best one. Yeah. Want me name them again? No, I know. I, 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 had already made up my mind before you even gave me the choices. Who? Um, it's Mike Smith. What do you say? Um, uh, he was, he was as good as it. I mean, he's, he was basically. Nolan Arenado on a higher level. Um, I know people say that Nolan Arenado is the best defenseman, defensive third baseman to ever, ever play the game. But Schmidt was good, and Schmidt was an all-around hitter as well. So Yeah, yeah I, he, I can, mean, he can hit. Uh, all those guys are great. You know, George Brett, great. Wade Boggs. I don't, I don't think – Wade Boggs was, was, was an average guy. And he was really good at it, but I don't he think defensively. I think he three. came yeah. through. I came through right. the World Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He wasn't a defensive player like like some of those other guys. Um, but in my opinion, I, 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 it was a pretty easy answer for me. All right, Mike Dan. Schmidt. I think I already know the answer, Dan. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna give you the four. I said three earlier, but I can't remember yeah, right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Chipper Jones. George Brett. Wade Boggs or Mike Schmidt, the okay, best yeah. third baseman. Yeah, I got to go with Mike Schmidt, one hundred percent. He was the best all around third baseman um, to ever play the game, in my opinion. That that's my two cents right there. Um, Wade Boggs was above average. I mean, they're all like we're talking about some of the greats here, yes. right? So I'm so when I say above average, I'm not talking about comparing him and Scott Rowland, who was a fantastic defensive third baseman. He was. I like Rowland. But Wade Boggs was significantly better than than him. Um, Chipper Jones, like, it was hard for me to go against him because that was, like, dead in my – like, that was my growing up time period. And I loved watching Chipper Jones. But Mike Schmidt is Mike Schmidt. Like, yep. hit the ceiling in the Astrodome. Right, like, mm-hmm. like, it's he was, Mike he was a Schmidt. Home run hitter in the dead ball area. Exactly, he, he, he dead right. Home. And he was a he was he was a well above average when it came to defense as well. So you, to me, it's not even close. It's Mike Schmidt. Bart, do you have one? Do you have you got it? You know, the sad part about it is, and you know, I'm a contrarian by nature, right? Yes. I am. I love to debate. Yes. You yes. know this. Red I would anything. Uh, anything. You would debate the color of this bar. I would definitely debate the color of this bar. Base. Does Brett Favre play third base? Yes, he did. Oh, then Brett Favre. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, no, um, I can't go against Mike Schmidt. And the sad part about it is, is that I'm like you, Dan. I love Chipper Jones. Absolutely. Chipper Jones. He named his kid Shay. I begged my first wife. To name our first kid Shay, cool. I ended up naming Camden after Camden Yards. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I begged for Shay, and they're like, she's like, no. I was like, oh, I was like, because I love Chipper that much, yeah. right? Just to love to watch him play. But at the same time, if you want to go all around, offensive, defensive, just fucking nails, arm Mike strength. Schmidt, arm strength, Mike Schmidt. What about you, Nate, Mike? By the way, my last name is also Schmidt. Spell, spell oh shit! Way. Now I want to change it. Oh, we got a, we got a relative. <laughs> my, my dad got into a Cardinals game for free because he claimed Mike Schmidt was his cousin. Oh my! Wow! God. Nice. True story. <laughs> <laughs> In the late seventies. So yeah, yeah, they were really gullible back then. They were. <laughs> I, I don't think you can go wrong with any of those choices. Um, 
George Brett was one of my favorite players, and when he went nuts when they took his home run yep. away, I thought that was great. Mine's I thought that was great, uh, but I can't go against Mike Schmidt. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, mean, I didn't get away with a lot, but just his, his numbers are phenomenal. I know he, like you say, he's above average third base with a good arm, but that's what I go with. Anyone else? Anyone else taking a stab at this? I'll take a stab at this. I don't watch sports, so I'm going to recuse myself from this question. <laughs> <laughs> and and I. All right, Alvin. I s- <laughs> All right, Alvin. True story. <clears throat> Mike Schmidt is your father. <laughs> I can see, no. I can see the resemblance. But it's the mustache. Actually, exactly. <laughs> I concur. Mike Smith. Mike Smith. Mike Schmidt. For him, another. One of, one of, one of the games I went to. And it was because Mike Smith was doing my time. Yeah, me too. So me too. went to the the ballots. They passed out the ballots for the All Star game. Mm-hmm. Mike Smith got chose number one to be a starter. Mike Smith retired. He had retired the, right. the previous year, and he got uh, elected to be the starter. In, uh, the yeah, because he was that good. Yes, he, he was. was. It was. He, he was, was that good. It's he just phenomenal. It's no comparison. No. Yeah, he's that good. <laughs> I want to say one more thing to that, that Carlos. I do think Nolan Arenado is going to be considered one of the all-time oh, yeah. great third basemen too. You think so? Because absolutely. Because because of his defense. I mean, yeah. he's. I mean, he's a Gold Glover every single year. And I mean, he doesn't hit like some of these other guys do. I mean, he's a good hitter. And he, and he spent so much time in Colorado, which I think is going to hurt him as well. All right, let me throw, throw a curveball in here. We all love Yachty, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does he compare to <laughs> Does he compare to the famous Reds catcher, Johnny Bench? Johnny Bench. Oh. How you compare oh, Yachty okay. to? Him? I want to go on this one so that people can rip it apart. I'm going to say yes. Yachty by far is the general on the field, but Yachty by far be a manager the day he retires from playing the game. Yachty by far is one of the smartest catchers I've ever seen and because of his brothers has developed an arm that is compared to none. Right. So as, as, as overall intelligence, arm, talent whatever you want to say Yachty is probably and I'm St. Louis biased. I'll give you that. But I love me some Yachty. Yachty is the shit. I too. I Oh, all right. At some point. All right. What? What so do you, Alvin? Alvin, what do you think about Yachty and, and Johnny Bench? Who's better? Yachty. I would have to go with Yachty. Yachty Man. don't miss a beat, and I mean he pays attention to everything, just like that balk the other day. Yeah. Did you see? Did you hear about? Yep. That and Yachty tell him, hey, he and he did. No, nobody watches things like Yachty. Mm-hmm. And again, the arm strength. And I watch Bench play now. He's good. And I'm, I'm going to throw another one out there. Because I thought he was Pena. Pena? Tony Pena. He would sit on his ass and throw you out at second. Yeah, he had an arm. He did, he did, he, he did, he did, he, he did. He had good course. He had the intelligence of Yachty, but he had the arm of Yachty. Yes. I think an arm was better than Yachty, actually. To throw from that position is tough. Yes. No, I'd say the arm may be better, it, slightly better, but if that, a few degrees. 
Yeah. But the intelligence of Molina is amazing. Yeah, I, I agree. But I think the arm pinion might have been better. Just from that position. Thrown from right. that position is tough. I'm sitting on his ass. Bring it, man. Alright. <clears throat> Yachty is un- I- I've been a Cardinals fan my entire life. I know. Yachty is by far my favorite Cardinal that has ever lived. Oh wow. Not even close. Agreed. Like and I'm, he, not, I'm not a baseball freak like y'all are, but yeah. yeah. Yachty is unquestionably he's my favorite Cardinal that's ever lived. Um it pains me to say this, but Yachty isn't even the best baseball player, the best catcher I've ever seen play. The best base, the best catcher I've ever seen was Pudge. Ivan, oh. Ivan Rodriguez, I was going to bring Ivan him Rodriguez, up. Oh, no. He's as good defensively as, as, as Yachty is and, and was probably a better hitter. Look at st- just look at stats. Compare those two. And Pudge is the better catcher, and that is painful for me to say. You throw on top of that the fact that Pudge barely compares to bench, and my answer is a solid no. As much as I love Yachty, I've got to speak from data, statistics, and what I've seen. Johnny Bench is the far superior catcher, in yeah. my opinion. But slide rebuttal real quick. Yeah, feel free. My my question is, Yachty takes pitchers to another level that bench never could. I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. I don't know about that. I don't know about so so Have I agree. So one thing that I one thing that I wholeheartedly agree with you on is the fact that the day that that Yachty puts down the mask in the chest plate, he better put on a manager's hat for the Cardinals. For the Cardinals. For the Cardinals. If that, I'll t- I'll also throw this out there. This year we're wa- we're watching history as Wayno, Pujols, and Yachty finish their careers. Yes. Yes. The only one of those three that deserves to have another season as an active player is Wayno. Okay? In you think opinion, so? You think so? I do. Yeah. I do. Yachty and Pujols both need to retire, in my opinion. Yep. If any of those three, though, if, if any of those three decide they want to continue playing, whether or not they deserve to or not, if they continue playing with a jersey that is not the Cardinals, I'm going to be I will too. I will too. I think they'll fuck up their legacy. And, and they better. Cardinals Yachty, better Yachty not let that happen. Yachty will. And the Cardinals better not let that happen. I, don't think he's, I think he wants to re- But to answer the direct question, I think Bench is nope. significantly better than Yachty. But fuck, I love Yachty. Yeah. You got anything on this, Mike? Yeah. I don't know the numbers for Bench, but I was. Reading the statistics from when Yachty got into the league and just the attempted steals against the Cardinals since Yachty came up is just, it's like a third of any other catcher, right. any other team. Like they don't even try and run. He, he's no, so good. no, they don't. They, they, so he, he can't throw anybody out because they're not even trying to run on him anymore. And so Boom. I, I, I don't know that stat for Johnny Bench. I mean, to me, that. that Catcher is the defensive position. Any offense is a plus. Bench, wait. Bench's offense okay. might, have, might have been kind of a product of being in that great lineup. I'm going to ask a, a difficult question to answer. Because we may know um, Yachty's pop time. Does anyone know um, Bench's pop time? I'm not sure they measured pop time back then. No. Yeah, that's what I was I mean, that's a newer. About. that's a newer stat. I bet they went back. 
Yeah. Pop time. They didn't use it's from when it hits the catcher's well to where it reaches second base. That's a big, that's a big fact. Time time this it, doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. This week in baseball was great. All right. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, <clears throat> I'm, I'm not trying to change the subject, and we're going to go back to doing what you guys are talking about. You hate sports. I didn't say I hate sports. I said I don't watch sports. I coach it. I played it. I just don't like watching it. It's boring to me. So on that uh, checkout, Connor goes over here, guys. We have a, uh, a charcuterie board that was made. Uh, we had a private charcuterie class here today. Um, that charcuterie board is up there for you guys to eat to enjoy. The cake over there, and I'm going to let you guys fight over this cake. Um, <laughs> that is no lie. Look at, at Carlos stepping up already. Come on. Okay, so one of one of our one of my wife's employees, um, his 21st birthday was the other day, um, and his mom made a cake for him. So she apparently used to have a bakery, and made this cake. And this cake is probably one of the best cakes I have ever eaten in my life. Dude, there's only three pieces over there, and there's like nine of us. Yeah, that's why I set it out for you guys to fight over. <laughs> did you eat the rest of the cake, and that's what you don't need a lot? No, I did not eat it, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I had four bites of a piece of it, and I was like, God damn, I almost got diabetes. <laughs> uh, it, is, it is rich, but it is, like I said, probably one of the best cakes. So you guys can help yourself. We have forks over there. Uh, the charcuterie <laughs> board. Obviously, you guys, we've had those before, so you guys help yourself with whatever. They still rock, dude. They still rock. Oh, yeah. All right, Dave. So what's up next? So the last one we have tonight is Old Elk Infinity Blend. comes in at a proof of 114.9. This was released. <laughs> Serve it up. This was released uh, December of 21. Age, it is a blend of... 60% 6 years, 24% 12 year, and 16% 11 year. It's all, as we've mentioned before, it's come out of MGP distillers. So the Mashables are kind of weird. So basically it is 60% Old Elk blend straight bourbon, which is 51% corn, 34% malted barley, 15% rye. And then the other 40% comes out of the... 12 and 11 year bourbons, and those mash bills are undisclosed. The color on this, you ready for this one, Fred? Yeah. Bright honey eyed browns. Honey eyed browns. It's a brown eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say brown eye or brown? Yeah, that's what it's brown. <laughs> Bright honey eyed browns. Get your charts up. Yeah. Uh, MSRP on this around 150. Uh, I think Carlos and I saw it as little as 135, but as much as two and a quarter. So it's all over the place. On the nose, you should get some vanilla, oak, caramel. Then it leads to almost like a dessert, uh, peach cobbler, things of that sort. Um, then on the palate, you should get hearty oak. Caramel and cinnamon, which leads to brown sugar, and then you get some baking spices on the back end, and then on the finish, the spices will intensify and come through, leading to a very long finish. So, we'll go ahead nice. and taste that. Smell like guys. What you, tell me what you think. Carlos, okay. question. Yes, sir. Um, Are we doing infinity tonight? That's a vote up to us. We can do it. 
You know, I'm, I'm all for it because it would have been ready for tonight because it would have had the last pour, and it was up almost to the rim. What do you guys think? All in favor? Aye. 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 All opposed? If any about all this. Fuck that guy. All right. Hey, uh, guys, for my last question, I just want to form this. We've, I've, I've, I've kind of, through past episodes, kind of career. Now, I didn't know this was going to happen this week. But I've talked about episodes. We talk about beliefs. We talk about upbringings. We talk about, you know, your opinions on stuff, how, how you're taught from peers and parents and religion and school. So this next topic I'm going to ask on um, about is very touchy in some households. It is. So I'm just asking for respectful um, um, answers back. And just because your opinion is your opinion and your belief is your belief does not mean if someone believes a different way that their opinion or belief is wrong. And that being said, before Carlos announces this question, you have 45 seconds for your rebuttal. Nobody can speak against your rebuttal. The guy answers. Everybody respects his answer. Don't argue with his answer. Don't speak up against his answer. Don't say you're a dumb fuck because of the answer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We want to ask these questions, but the problem is we get a little bit too much liquid courage going in us. And it gets becoming just too much of a huge of a debate. We're not here to debate. Nobody's on a debate team. We're not on CNN. We're here just drinking bourbon, having fun. Don't say a word. We're just here having fun. And you can't hold their answer against this person because it's what they believe in. And this is what's wrong with this country nowadays. Nobody can say what is on their mind without somebody having some kind of fucking conniption fit. So we're going to ask this question. You have 45 seconds to give your answer. Whatever your answer is is what your answer is. Do not argue. Do not debate. Do not do anything against this person. They have their 45 seconds. You'll have your 45 seconds. But don't argue the person who's talking. Yeah, I missed that. Could you tell me again? Uh, I couldn't <laughs> tell you again. If I, I wanted to look at me the whole time. I'm a master debater. <laughs> word for word. Shut up and go. You're a master debater? What? You're a master debater. <laughs> yes. So, so here's the question. So this past week, um, since I think 1973, yeah. um, it's been... A, it's given to the states on a woman's abortion rights. Um, and it's, it's left to the states to decide if it's proper or not. Some states say no. Some states say yes. Illinois is a state says yes. I believe Alabama is a state says no. So how do you guys feel about Roe versus Wade? And, and a, a basically about a woman's choice. Is it a choice? Or is, is it just you can't have it or whatever? Go ahead, Chris. I'm not going to take 45 seconds. Uh, I've had this discussion with my wife recently. Um, I'm expressing what she says, um, and I agree with her. And this is all I'm going to say about it. She feels the power of the woman has been taken away from the woman. That's it. Mike? Well, all my life I've grown up... Uh, in church, Christian, family, um, and I've always been against abortion. Um, 
but I, I think this overturning here has opened my eyes a little bit because I do still strongly believe, like, if you just go out and get knocked up, you should not be allowed to have an abortion. But for some things like, like incest, rape, you know, those kind of things, mom's going to die if she has the baby, I think I'm okay with that. Ten you know? seconds. But, I mean, so my answer is, I mean, I I don't know. I'm confused, you know. And all of this, this Roe versus Wade's being overturned has made me think about it a little bit. Elvin, do you have anything? Well, my timer. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's supposed to be free speech or basically free American free, you do what you want, pretty much. And in my opinion, I think it's wrong for a Congress sit up there and make a decision on a female's body. Right or wrong, but I don't see how somebody else. Ten seconds. Can, just in my opinion, take control over somebody else's a female's body make a decision for them. all right Dan all right so um, my issue with like so I'm against Roe versus Wade being overturned and my reasoning is it has nothing like Roe versus Wade had nothing to do with abortion Boom. Roe versus Wade there the reason that was decided as law was because right to privacy the ability for a woman to talk to her doctor being private that's not the reason it was overturned. So that's my issue with it. And two cents, I'm just really fucking glad this happened. It got overturned in 2022 when I'm happily married and not when I was 22 fucking bitches nonstop and <laughs> like paying for abortions. So glad it happened in 2022. Thank you. All right, Dave, how do you feel? So I grew up Catholic, race Catholic. However, I still feel it is a woman's choice. Government should not have a hand in it. If incest happens, if rape happens, something like that happens, yeah. I, even though I am pro-choice, yeah. That, there's no reason she should have to go through that. And she should have the ability to take care of that. Whether that's right or wrong, in my brain, that's how I feel. Feel it's a woman's body, it's her choice to do what she wants in the government or state. Ten seconds, Fred. Do you have an opinion on it? Uh, yeah, so Catholic background, um, and you know, there's so many things out there for the idiot, right? The young kid, uh, the inexperienced, the accidental pregnancy, plan B, blah blah blah. I believe in all that, it should be offered. And then secondary, it, it's I, so far with everybody, and not with everybody, my own opinion, is uh, the woman should have her own decision on, uh, on bringing forth a child in, in the world. Mike? Oh, this is a tough one. And, I, and for some reason, I knew we were going to talk about this tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, Christian upbringing. Um, I'm, I'm in favor of overturning it with certain stipulations. Um, the rape, incest, everything that everybody else has said. Um, I, I, 
we talk about the government making decisions for you and yet they're trying to force us to get vaccines or are you gonna, are you gonna lose your job so where's the personal choice on that so I mean it, it's it's a very confusing 10 seconds it's a very confusing and controversial topic and I, I don't know if there is a right answer but I, I think I'm in favor of it. Jim um, I, uh, I, you know, it, it's hard to say, you know, it really is. Um, I am not in favor of them overturning it. Um, it just, uh, there, there's so many points you can hit on, you know, the irresponsibility. Um, it's, I, I don't know. It, there is no right or wrong answer on this one. It's just my personal opinion. I don't. I'm not in favor of them overturning it. All right, Bart. If you don't mind, I like you to go last. Or I like. To no, go, go ahead, Bart. You go first. No, then I go, go ahead, Bart. No, me. Okay, fine. First of all, I love you guys. What you guys don't understand is Roe versus Wade had nothing to do with abortion. It has everything to do with states' rights. I love putting states' rights back into the state because you get true democracy from there. Anything you get decentralized from the federal government, I believe in. Second, I don't believe that we're in a state now where there's going to be one state that actually bans abortions the way they did in 1950 or 1972. We are not, on, seconds. That, we're not on that high horse. My, my last and only final point is this, is that women have every one of their rights and they still have those rights today this was about states rights okay and then i'm done <laughs> i was raised raised catholic and you know the catholic they don't believe in abortion they don't believe in any kind of contraception but for those who truly know me i'm i'm very conservative low government low everything i don't want government telling me what to do and this kind of contradicts that to me because I believe your beliefs are what your beliefs are. If you believe in non-abortion, I'm okay with it. If you believe that something needs to happen and you need to decide something, I'm okay with that too. I just don't like the part of it. And I, I totally agree that this is <clears throat> about abortion, then it's not about abortion. Ten seconds. So, bottom line, I'm not a woman. I can't have a baby. I don't have a, I don't have a, a, a stake in this one. That's how I feel. You're going to end this on a really good question, though, right? I will. Fred, did you go? So, happy, happy, happy. So, what do you guys feel about this bourbon? I mean, what do you guys think? It ain't worth a damn. <clears throat> yeah. Why are you, you don't think? Why are you bringing this trash in here? Can you wear your glasses when you say that? It's only good when I've yeah, had too many and it's <laughs> decent and a mixer. Is it me or does he look like right. Dr. Let, let, let me ask if a bourbon. If I ever film a documentary, this motherfucker's voice. <laughs> <laughs> you, mean, you, mean, you mean when? Let oh, me ask a... Wait, wait a minute. Don't worry, just a minute. I'm saying this motherfucker's voice. <laughs> Shit. I, I mean, can see it now. I can see it now. And then he dumped it down the drain and re-gifted it to someone else you don't care I for. Mean, I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm he doesn't know why he bought it, but he bought it. <laughs> okay. So, what were hey. you saying, Dan? I'm sorry. Hey, Dan, can someone, can someone hand Dan a mic? Hey, Bart, Bart, can you add Dan, Dan a mic? <laughs> why is that? No, I don't know. Hey, hey, Dan. We talked about his penis. Don't worry about it. Dan, how do you feel about this bourbon? 
I want to hear his comment. I want to hear his comment, goddammit. Yeah, what's your comment first? Go well, ahead. You know you oh, said right. it. What I was going to say is if you ever voice my documentary, I'm going to make sure to spell things phonetically. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I told you I didn't want to say it. <laughs> no. That- <laughs> You fucked up the pronunciation of more shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you, dude. Like your voice. I love you, dude. His voice is fantastic. <laughs> I love his personality. Okay, so and he's good looking too. He's a cool dude. Like I've been sitting with him and we've been bullshitting back and forth a couple times. I like him. All right, so and he's handsome. <laughs> I mean, how, how not, right? Like, Check out that haircut, man. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So how I feel about this bourbon. Yeah, this last uh, so one. old elk infinity blend, I think it's fantastic. I think it's great. Um I put it on par with the weeded bourbon, so I'm gonna give it an eight. Um I think it's I think it's a solid four. Uh I think it's got a lot of interesting characteristics. I think it's really unique. My issue, my only issue is the price. I don't know if I'm willing to spend $115 to $150 on it. Um, but if somebody else buys it and I'm drinking it, it's fucking good. Yeah. I think the free bourbon tastes the best. They all <laughs> <laughs> Except for Igor, you can fucking keep that so shit. So he. Dan drinks Igor, meat. Poor soldier. Someone asked the next meat guy, what do you think, Mike? You're so neat. Um, thanks, Chris. Good call, Dan. You trim up nice. It's. I just been going up the scale as we as we go to the right on these. Uh, I, I give this one an eight. Um, it's it's got the smoothness of the wheat and it's got the burn of the uh, double the double wheat and it just the flavor is really good. To, I, I don't I don't get into all the fancy words. It's good. I give it an eight. Eight? Yeah. You like it in your mouth, right? I like it in my mouth. <laughs> That is confirmed. Why, why, Bart, I, dude, I just, okay, I just, why is everything associated in your mouth, creamy in your mouth, hold on a second, everything is always associated in your mouth, I just don't, Jim, you really shouldn't even have to ask that question with Bart, I've heard all, I've heard everybody tonight talk about how creamy it is in their mouth, how this in their mouth, and that in their mouth, but you're the only one that's like, oh yeah, that's what he said, put it in my mouth, I was just like, no, I said you like it in your mouth, Wait a minute. I told you. I'm not vulnerable to give it up like freaking Fred over Jim, here. Jim, it's due to his prison term. That's why. <laughs> there was that stint. What's that lifelong sentence of being short? <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Hey, Bart. I got tough cruise inserts, motherfucker. So, Bart, how do you feel about this bourbon? Oh, this bourbon? Has he touched it yet? I touched it. I felt That's it. That's what she said. I put it in my mouth. Just like the rest of you guys. Um, Dude, I what idiot? <laughs> idiot. Yes, I am. All right, that's why you call me McDouche, right? No, that's right. Anyway, um, everybody or everybody else. No, I have to agree with Mike. It is, it's the flavor of the weeded. It's the burn of the double weeded. You put them together. It's a fucking great combination. I'm going to give it a 7.9. Boom. Well, Dave? He's done. Form another. He's waiting for that infinity. He wants that infinity. So, 
I was looking forward to this one. Bless you. <coughs> looking forward to this one. Love all the flavors as everybody talked about. It came out. It's nice to know where the flavors are coming from as opposed to our infinity. I mean, we know where they're coming from, but there's so many in there. So it's a different concept. But I'm going to give this an 8. I love the burn. At 115, it doesn't taste like a 115. It actually is very smooth. Love the back end on it. Okay. So 7.9. Were you Fred, you like the back end, don't you? <laughs> so Mike, so Mike, what, you, what do you think? Yeah, I, I've I learned a while ago that I I definitely like the more smooth. I Dave, I did not find it that smooth. I mean, there was quite a bit of burn. Um, however, I don't think it was um, quite as bad as the last one. So I am going to give it a six. A six, Fred, LL. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we got to this point now. Oh, boy. And, uh, you guys are watching this. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling very confident on this one. Uh, it, it, uh, guns out if you can check them out. I, I, would, I would go so far as to say really good swill. So uh, this swill? one. What's a swill? Uh, hey, look it up, all right? What I got to tell you these things? <laughs> So, so I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. What I'm trying to tell you that this is uh, this is up there. They they got better as they went. So uh, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling like uh, you know, like a real solid eight. So Dan, if you so here's the deal with Fred. So by the third bourbon, and Fred's feeling good. Mafioso starts coming out of Fred. <laughs> yeah, that's his, that's Guido. That's totally Guido. Like, I'm just throwing, like, he was an extra. Yeah. <laughs> extra he was the guy holding the bag. He was supported. <laughs> I would never, I would never call you a reject. I don't mean like that, you know. I'm no, it's all good. Do, but not like that. He was too real for the screen. <laughs> Mr. Romero. Dump it down the, no, I'm just kidding. That was good. It was good. It was good. It was smooth. I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, kind of like the first one. Balanced very well. Uh, no kick at the end, but it's pretty smooth. I can I can drink that, but got that burn, dude. Where's that burn? I want that kick. It's 115. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you no, say no, the burn? The burn. I want the burn. For, the, for being 115 proof, I didn't it think it burn. had that. I thought the double weeded had more spice yes. than Infinity. Yes, oh, I agree with you there. So, so well, Jim, how do you feel since you're up? Um, so I liked, I liked the. <laughs> what did you just say? Kind of tired. Tired. <laughs> how do you feel, Jim? Got tired. <laughs> yeah. These are probably worn out. Yeah. Um, I gotta go cut the. Well, yard. Bart's <laughs> knees are probably wore out, but anyway. Um, no, the Jesus Infinity. The, the, the Infinity, it was a good bourbon. Um, uh, all the Old Elks tonight were really good. The Infinity uh, had more flavor than the Double Weeded, I thought, in my opinion. Didn't have as much front-end burn. I thought it was just a smooth taste all the way around. Um, I don't think it was as good as the Straight Wheat, the first one we had. I'm going to give this one uh, a 5 rating only because I would not pay $120 for that bottle. The taste on it was delish. It was good. 
but I'm giving a low rating because of the price point on it. Wait a minute, are we throwing the price point in there? Or <laughs> this, this, is, this is my rating. This is his rating. This is my rating. And the reason I'm knocking it down to a five is because, because of the price, of the price not because of the taste. I'm not because of the taste. It's free, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I just. It free, so it's an eight. Yeah. If I bought it, but if five. you guys are understanding, yeah. This is a this is a huge advantage to this group that we have is we can go and purchase these that you don't have to go and purchase yourself. Yeah. And you can sample. Yeah. And. You know, when, when we buy anything over a hundred, we're contacting Jim, going, "Hey, heads up, just you, uh, you know." It's usually Carlos and I going out hunting, or Jim, and we're kind of usually in communication with each other, going, "Hey, do we want to buy this as a hundred and a half? It's two hundred. What do you think? Do we want Bourbon Club to pay half of it? What do we want to do here?" And then, you know, so we go about something like that. Yeah. I mean, if I paid 130 for this, I would be disappointed. I'm not saying it's a bad bourbon. I'm not saying that, that by any means. I mean, the, the flavor on it's good. It just, it's not like $130. No, it's you're not right. I'm buying like 10 Irish whiskeys before um, I buy that. Because if, if this one was the same price point as this one, I would buy this one over this one. Yeah. So if you're looking at it, so you got 65, 95 to 100. <laughs> Anywhere between one thirty to two. Yeah, I just, I just think it's, it's one of those hyped up bourbons, is what I think it is, you know. But still good bourbon, good flavor, you know. But this is what I give it. So, Alvin. Well, listen. And here's what happened was. <laughs> See what had happened was. I was on 10th Street playing dice. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers rolled up. I, I no, no, no. It was three more. It was three card salad. <laughs> he's an extra from Sopranos. He's an extra from The Wire. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> 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 That's so. All right. What do we got, Alvin? So I'm gonna give it an eight. Because to be 115, yes, sir. It was pretty smooth. Was I mean, smooth it, it had it had it had some some stout to it. And then, on the other hand, I would use that as a special occasion if I spent that money for it. Okay. So it wouldn't be your, hey Jim, come on over, we're gonna drink. No, oh, motherfucker! Yeah, if I'm coming to your house aware. and what you got, we're drinking. <laughs> bourbon, okay, bourbon in my Listen. opinion is not to be just sat and looked at. Amen. No, I am no like, like, like a special occasion. If it's I'm at your house. It's a special occasion. Well, yes, you are. But just I woke just, up on the side of the dirt. Just special occasion. Just, like, like, like Bart I know, over. I'm just kidding you. No, Bart, we're going to give you some. Bart, we get the Jack Daniels out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you show up at my house. Not if I get on my knees. I get the good shit if I get on my knees. Right. Yeah. You know, and, on my knees, and, and you guys shit. know the same thing. The only <laughs> bourbons that we can't touch are the bourbons that belong to the boarding house because they belong to the boarding house and that Pappy's tenure. That's the only bourbons that you can't touch in my house. Any other bourbons, my Weller 12, my Weller Foolproof, right. my Eagle Rares, my Blantons, drink them. In I don't house? really care for them. Yeah, my house, I don't give a fuck. Just drink it. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. And that's, that's how I look at bourbon. I mean, bourbon is not Shabbat meant to look at. You know? Yeah, because yeah. I'm running out of room. Yeah. You know? Really? Yes, he has. Yes, he has. So. Just to say fuck you, it's whiskey, it's bourbon. 
Yeah. Drink it how the fuck you want. You know, and, and I'll tell you what, no Dan. Mountain Dew? Huh? No Mountain Dew? Oh, that's no, that's no, that's that's Cap. So I'm in look. I'm in Madison County. I don't fuck sheep. All right. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> so Dan, here, here's. You're looking on your TV screen. That's him. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, up there. Oh, I didn't. No. <laughs> yeah. You just flipped off Jim's not wife. Live. You just flipped off Jim's I'll let wife. you know, when those lights start blinking, my wife is watching us. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, Dan, just to give you kind of the background. So, my wife owns this place. Um, we opened uh, October 2020. Um, yes. And we opened the bar March of 21. That's a rough time to, to start a business. <laughs> yes. And, and they've done really well. And they're expanding. That's outstanding. We like so we have like the balls. The thing about it is like, we we what we offer here. What we what we have here, nobody else offers in O'Fallon. Yeah. You know we have that small intimacy feel, intimacy feel. Yeah, you see, still we offer with a good intimacy. selection of bourbon. You know we don't have crazy high end bourbons because all they're going to do is sit on the fucking yep. shelf. You know, um, but well, either way. Well, so. All of our our highest bourbon is twenty dollars, and all of our pours are two dollar or two ounce pours. Nice. Starts at ten dollars, goes to twenty. That's how wide of a range we have. Um, and these guys will all tell you. Um, but I lost my goddamn train of thought again. Where I was uh, going with this? Sucks. What? Oh, anyway, no, I was going with Alzheimer's. This. So, and we and I was bartending for months because we just couldn't get anybody to want to work. So I would have customers come in. Oh, I want to try this. I want to mix it with Coke. Okay, listen. This shelf here, $10 range, those are mixers. Yeah. The $12 range, you're getting kind of iffy. Yeah. These over here, I was like, I will not mix them with Coke. I will not mix them with Sprite. What I will do is I will pour it straight and I will give you a Coke on the side. But I'm telling you, try it straight first. Yeah. And then if you feel you need to cut it down a little bit with Coke, there's nothing wrong with that. So I've done the two videos where I mix Happy 15 with Coke. Uh -huh. And like every one of the comments is, oh, he switched up the, the juice. No, I fucking didn't. Like, like, I'm a firm believer in drink how you want to drink. Yes. When you want to drink. When you want to drink it. Juice. Before you take the kids to school, drink that <laughs> shit. Hey, swear to God, one of my, a quote that I have is, it's never too cold for ice cream, too early for a beer, or too late for coffee. If you want to do it, fucking do it. Yeah, right? I like that shit. That's a mega part. Can you put that on a t-shirt? <laughs> I probably could. But, he, like, I know a guy. like you, you need personal responsibility. That's what it boils down to, as far as I'm concerned. Ah. Okay? Now, as far as the, the Pappy and Coke, I've had it in my brain that I want to do a video that is a rebuttal to my own fucking shit about mixing up Happy 15 and Coke. That is, like, basically, it's a skit where I come in, I do a lot of videos where it's me and me, like, because I'm like, I, with 43,000 followers, I get a lot of shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, think you, I, I think you lost, like, 20,000 joining us tonight. At all, you, at you, all. You've never heard my podcast. Like, my podcast is shit. I heard my you podcast You're horrible. Okay. Have you ever listened to my podcast? Yes. Okay. It's hilarious. So in any case, so um, <laughs> are you a Scorpio? <laughs> I, 
Gemini. He's Who knows zodiac signs? Usually women. I'm an Aries. That's my boy. That's my. Ooh, it's a tough crowd. Tough crowd. What you saying, bitch? Yeah. And tested later positive. So, so for tonight, are we going to do? Oh, go, go ahead, go ahead. My rebuttal to myself. So I want to do a video that's myself rebutting myself, and that's me walking into my own bar, saying, "Hey, can I get a pappy and coke while I'm here hanging out?" And I say to myself, if you really want to, you are welcome to. You're at my bar, drink whatever you want, however you want. However, I also have this Weller Special Reserve, and it's unlikely that you can tell the difference between a Weller Whoa. Special Reserve and Coke <coughs> and a Pappy in Coke. It's unlikely you can tell the difference. So. The more I was talking about that, Weller Special Reserve is a poor man's pappy. I thought it was Old Granddad. It's actually Larceny because Old Granddad and Larceny, the bottles look similar. And I thought it was Old Granddad was the poor man's pappy. It's actually Weller Special Reserve and then Larceny follows behind it. So Really? So, yes. so Weller Special Reserve is the exact same match bill, the exact same match bill as pappy. Yeah. The whole pappy line is the exact same match bill as Weller Special Reserve. The difference is where it's aged, how it picks up flavors from the cask over time. Okay? Yep. And obviously it's aged long. The Pappy series. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And it's less harsh because it's been in the oak longer. The oak filters out some of those stronger, nastier flavors than Pappy does. Yeah. So, so that's what I really want to do, and, and I planned on doing it. For like, literally, I'm not shitting you, six months. I'm just a really lazy motherfucker. <laughs> I'm so goddamn lazy. Some double. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so lazy. Like, there were two months straight that I recorded nothing on TikTok because I was just like, eh, fuck it, I don't want to. Okay? And that's rare for large accounts. Um, so, and that's how I really feel. Are you saying you're large? Bart, my wife would. Really? I am. <laughs> I'm saying yes. My wife says nope. So let's take, take a quick vote on air. Do you want to do our, our infinity barrel on air, or you want to wait till off air? Is this a second vote? Because I'm pretty sure we had one already. No, no, no. no we it's not the, the um, Why don't we uh, Why don't we do this on off air so we can wrap this up? Because okay. we've been on air for what over an for hour. Right now. We've been 126 right now. Yeah, let's go ahead and wrap it up. So. No. Now, this is the first time in the history of our podcast, or just tasting, we had a tie. And I was like praying to God that these, that the old Elk Infinity would win. Bring in Bart's points. So I already, I already told you what the winner was, or is. So the old Elk Weeded scored 64. The double Wheat scored 64. What? The old Elk Infinity scored a 66. By two. By two points. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So, even though people said I wouldn't buy it, they voted it higher. These yahoos, because it wasn't me, because I wouldn't buy that shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, what goes into our infinity barrel? Well, it's free. (laughs) 
Fuller. Tom is oh, in the building. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, the myth, the, myth, the legend, the man, and the legend has arrived. President By the way, before we get off air, I just want to say, Dan, thanks for coming in. Yes, thank uh, you. You're, you're, you're a douche. We're all douches, and I uh, hope you come back. Yeah, you are, <laughs> Dan, you are welcome anytime. Yes. You're a great douche. So we meet every <laughs> other Sunday. So Butt hurt. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> so you are more than welcome. And Carlos and I and Jim usually do the bourbon hunting. But if there is, like these guys know, if there's ever a bourbon that you want us to try or Fred, we find, do not hunt. Let us know. And we'll go try to find it. We don't hunt because there's no need to I mean, hunt. We've done under twenty dollar bourbons just to see what they're like. Yeah, we've done this. We've done all the Buffalo Traces. We've done the Old Foresters. But we are open to try anything. Have you and done mellow corn? Yes. yes, we did mellow There you go. That's yes. What, yes, that's what matters. Yes, and, and Bart will try anything twice. Are we talking about pegging? So, all right, guys, hold on, stop. Hey, so that's it for the Bourbon Brothers. Bourbon Brothers, join us next time for more tasting, solving life issues, one drink at a time.